to burn this place to the ground. Welcome, everybody, to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo, and uh, this week I am joined by... Michael R. Power. And once again, we are very lucky to be joined by... Wife Power. Hello, hello. Good morning. We are once again doing an early morning recording here. It seems to be working for our schedules and all that, so... Um, not everyone, but... Not us. everyone, but for us, it's not bad. It's not bad. A little weekend recording. We have our coffees going. We have a yeah, We'll get very, the rest of the gang back uh, yeah. sometime soon. Yeah, well, well, the year's just getting going, so... Year two has just started, or season two has just started, so we're all good. Um, this season week, two, uh, I like that. Yeah, season, season two. two. Well, when, <laughs> when I when I put the when I put the the episodes up online, it asks, "Are you in season one, season oh. two? And I figured, you know what, it's another oh, year. Yeah. Let's just do season two. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did a whole bunch of lists over the last few weeks about what we enjoyed over the last decade and um, over the last year in 2019. So we figured, let's just keep that going. Why don't we, right? Um, we are going to come up with a few picks for our most anticipated items of 2020, which, Mike, I believe me and you did as well for 2019, mm-hmm. um, which we've uh, referred to uh, back to uh, a little bit before, too. So um, I'm going to throw it to you guys again like I did last time. Uh, we can start with uh, any games. We can start TV, movies. Um, White Power, why don't we start with you? What do you want to pick first? And um, I have a list of about four or five per per one. So um, wh- whatever you guys got, and then we can start with uh, TV, movies, games, whatever you guys want. Sure. Um, let's start with movies. Just that's the first on my page. Yep. <laughs> and so I didn't rank them in order of like which one I'm most looking forward to. I just have five movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you guys. So the first... <laughs> you didn't rank them? We have disappointed him already. <laughs> I know. I told him that yesterday, and he was like, you're not going to rank them? Like, so no, so we are two minutes and ten seconds into our recording, and we've already disappointed yeah. Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for shame. For, um, for shame. <laughs> so the first one, I'll say... Um, I actually didn't know this was being turned into a movie, but um, it's called The Woman in the Window. Um, it was a novel by A.J. Finn that I read. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this. Dave, you might actually like this because you enjoyed Sharp Objects. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the same style novel, like um, female lead, kind of a thriller. I'm Jane Russell. She's not Jane. I know what I saw. The doctor said that your meds can cause hallucinations. Why are you protecting them? Um, It stars Amy Adams, um, same as Sharp Objects, so I'm really excited. She, um, her and Julianne Moore are the two leading female characters. Oh, I Um, recognize this book cover. Okay. Yeah, so it was a a really good book. Um, Not to, like, dive too heavy into it, but uh, the whole premise is um, the main character. So I'm, I believe Amy Adams is going to play her. Um, but she um, is, I forget what the disease is called, but essentially she's she never leaves her house. She's like scared to go outside. That's uh, oh, like agoraphobia. Um, agoraphobic, that's what it says. Yeah, yeah there it is. Okay. Um, 
So, and she um, witnesses something that happens in the window of her neighbor's house. And then it's her trying to like unravel everything. Oh, I am so into this because this is like um, uh, the Hitchcock movie, Rear Window. Yeah, which is a great movie. Oh. Amy yeah, Adams is really good at playing uh, damaged characters. And you said sharp objects. This is probably problems. almost like what she's like in that show, yeah. it seems, or could be anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the other thing, too, is like you finding out what happened to her that made her this way. Because um, you find out, like, at the start of the thing, she she has a family. So she has a husband and a kid, but they don't uh, live with her anymore. She lives in her family house I remember by when, herself. I you know, I was reading this book. Yeah, yeah it was cool. a it was a really good book. So I'm I'm hoping that the adaptation to movie um, is well. I could see this one going well just because it just takes place in like suburbia. Um, so cool. yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that one. I'm sold on um, that now. I should add that to my list. Are we doing one at a time? Or? Yeah, let's do one at a okay. time because we only have a few. Let's do that. Go ahead, Mike. All right, I like doing these lists because I like looking at all the amazing things coming out this year and pretending like I'm actually going to have time to like do all this. But <laughs> it's, it's fun to pretend. <laughs> it's fun to pretend. Yeah. All right. So my um, number five movie, and yes, I did rank them from least anticipated to most anticipated. Although five is is pretty high. There it's is. pretty high. Still the fifth most anticipated movie of of 2020. But that for me is The Eternals, is ah. the MCU movie based on the Jack Kirby comic book, uh, starring a lot of amazing um, actors like Camille uh, Nanjani and Angelina Jolie, and I can't even remember all of them, but just tons of them. Um, so this is going to be a really unique MCU movie, and taking it to the extra cosmic level. And uh, I love Jack Kirby, I love his style, so I hope they use a lot of his style and, you know, the, the colors he likes to use, which they kind of did in um, Doctor Strange a lot. Um, so, is yeah, that his as well? Like, yeah, that's okay. his as well. So they kind of like, yeah, they they inspired by, by Kirby, um, the master. So Yeah, it looks good. This is one of the ones that I was, I'm, I don't really know, like, an, enough about it. Um, that was kind of on my own. I didn't make my list, but I was thinking about that one. Yeah, yeah. because it's MCU, and I obviously love MCU comic book movies. It actually, but it actually Wait, looks you like good. you yeah. like Marvel stuff. <laughs> know, no, what? Wait, what? No way. Yeah. Do you even know this guy? I mean, oh my god. <laughs> Wait till you see his TV list. <laughs> yeah. Oh true. yeah. I was I was looking at, at what's coming out, and I go, oh yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyone could probably anyone that's listened to any episode of this podcast <laughs> can probably pinpoint my at least my one and two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was. Your five. five. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I don't necessarily have an order, but I all of these would whatever order you reveal them in. Whatever I'm order I reveal them in, order. sure, let's do that. <laughs> um, no time to die. I what? actually, yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to the James Bond movie. Um, the one I think the trailer for me, the trailer works. Uh, there's not a huge wait for it, so we'll be able to see it in the next few months, which is cool too. But uh, I've liked most of the movies that Daniel Craig has been in. And I generally have a really good time with them. And just in general, I just, if this is going to be his last one, it looks like it's going to be a cool one. And it looks like the story is somewhat different. But mm. um, I don't know. It just looks fun to me. It looks, I want to I see an action movie like that and um, experience an action movie. No offense, Mike, that isn't Marvel. And I just want to like, see something like that. I love James so. Bond, but I... Yeah. Hate Daniel Craig as James Bond, so there's that's the fair enough trade off. Like any another year or any other, if it was like a new James Bond and yeah. not Daniel Craig, it would be like almost number one on my list. Sure. I'd be super excited. But his movies have really disappointed. Besides, I think Casino Royale, yeah, Casino Royale really and good. Skyfall were yeah. good. 
but he, that's a batting average is, is pretty bad. It's 50-50 on, on yeah. his movies so far. Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, I, I yeah. have a love for them from when I was younger. So Yeah, and cautiously optimistic. Maybe that's why it's my quote-unquote number five. And the director. It's a unique director, right? It's, uh, um, yeah, I'll look it up. But um, Yeah. Who, uh, I am glad this made our list, like yeah. someone's list, though, because it is going to be a pretty big movie Ukanaga, to come out this yes. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's going to be a huge, a huge movie for sure. So, it, anyways, it looks cool. Um, uh, Wife Power, your next one. Number I'm going to steal this number, one. <laughs> number four. It's, it's kind of a funny story, but I saved Mike's uh, movie list. So I got a little sneak peek of it last night, and there's a movie on my list. And hey, I looked over at his list that. and was like, wait a second. Um, and that's Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ah, I know. There was a draft of my list where I had left this off. Like, oh, I had a no. total like, <laughs> lapse, mind lapse. Um, and I didn't know whether to funny. tell him and then reveal it on the podcast and him be like, oh, man. But then I... I felt that I had to save his list. Yes, because <laughs> it's clearly my number one. So it, 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 I was I was thinking that it must be yeah. right. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you you want to what what so for 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 Mina for you what what is it that that makes it like why why do you I mean we don't kind of know why Mike is going to mm-hmm. hopefully love it. Um, what is it for you? I've always like been a fan of Ghost, not as big as Mike, but I've always been a fan of Ghostbusters myself. Um, I absolutely love Paul Rudd, so I'm really excited that he's a part mm-hmm. of this movie. Um, and um, I, I'm big as like I've talked on the podcast. I'm a big fan of Stranger Things, and I feel like they're kind of taking that approach a little bit to the movie, like more of a coming of age um, style take on Ghostbusters. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see what um they're gonna do with it and i think mike you can correct me if i'm wrong but it's the son of the original mm-hmm. yeah um jason direct- Reitman, the son director? of ivan Reitman. um yeah definitely i'm definitely setting myself up to be like hurt with this one you know like i'm putting my faith <laughs> in them and i'm just like anticipating it i'm expecting that it's going to be amazing my ho- hopes are really high which is not can all can sometimes lead to big disappointment but um, I don't have sort of the bad taste in my mouth from that that other one, the other remake that came out. That seemed like it was just a money grab, mm-hmm. and that was actually like rebooting the whole thing. Like this seems to come from someone that actually has um, something they want to say in the world and a new story, a new way they want to approach it. And I just so I trust the people whose hands it's involved. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks. It seems like that's what they're setting it up to be. And so, so, so it could yeah. be wrong. It could let me down, but that's at least. But you know how what? I, feel right I was. It's that that happens all the time. Yeah, exactly. Happens all the time. It's it's understandable. So it's it's again, <clears throat> you got to be excited. You have to anticipate mm-hmm. it. Which I mean, even if it looks terrible, you're going to anticipate. And I'd rather it, try you know? to go into it with a positive uh, mind instead of yeah. negative. Which with the old one. There was so much negativity surrounding it, and it was like I didn't like the idea from the start of like rebooting it and yeah. then bringing back Bill Murray and all these people. But they're playing different characters. The different like, none of it sounded thing. like yeah. the good. different roles thing. I think is what set yeah. me off as far as I, I. I still enjoyed it, but yeah, it's the the their overall approach, or at least the fine details of mm-hmm. of the approach, was strange. Yeah, really? and I liked the idea they were going to go with the female cast. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and good choices for and the characters with the Saturday Night Live comedians. Like they yeah. could have done something with it. I think going female actually was a bit better if they went male and they tried to redo the Ghostbusters with yeah, like another yeah. person playing Peter Venkman. Like that yeah. would have been like even more, almost even, even more weird. It. Yeah, yeah. it would have been terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, all right. Enough about 
the, the old Ghostbusters. Um, <laughs> all right, so I guess uh, I'll so, go. Yeah, what's your next one? I'll sure. go number four. Yeah. Uh, number four for me is Tenet. Yes. for Nolan. So anytime Christopher Nolan is making a movie, it's it's on my list. Yep. Um, because he is a great director. Yeah, that's and that's basically simple. And there's not all too, I need to know. We don't know too too much about it. I'm I mean, avoiding it looks cool. Avoiding trailers and everything with this one. Yeah, I saw like a short um, teaser thing for it. It's on my list too, just for pretty much the same reason. It just looks like it's it could be really good, and it's his movies. It's and, just Christopher Nolan. That's it. His movies are all yeah, like must watch. Yeah, and he hasn't let me down yet. So. Yeah, there's nothing that's been like insanely disappointing or anything that he's mm. ever put out. So, <laughs> yeah, never. Um, so next on my list, Tenet is is on mine as well. But I also have uh, Wonder Woman, 1984 on there. Nothing good is born from lies. And greatness is not what you think. I really enjoyed the first one. Uh, the last, like a lot of people, the last... 15, 20 minutes or so-so, but everything before that is great. And um, I just like that it was a little bit funny. I like that. Uh, I like her as a character. I like her playing the role. And um, it's just kind of fun that they're bringing it into, like, it feels like just a random period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't a know. Random that, like a random year. A random year. It's very, yeah, it's very specific. Years, yeah. So they can do fun things with it. And maybe it's the Thor Ragnarok rubbing off on me, being like, oh, that's a similar kind of, like, Aesthetic, similar type of theme, sort of to, to put it around. So, you think it's gonna be a comedy? I don't think it's gonna no. Be I don't think it's gonna be a comedy, but it's just like that's what Ragnarok kind of felt like in right. some ways, sort of like psychedelic and yeah. stuff. And and you can get away with oh, doing some of that mean. in the, the 80s. marketing material. Yeah, they kind of make it feel that way 80s. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's gonna be as funny. I don't think it's gonna be a comedy like that, right. um, which is totally fine because the first one wasn't either. Um, but I think they may have taken the notes from the first one that they sort of ended it off on a so-so note. And I, I'm, I'm just going to trust them that they're not going to have that same last third of the movie that sort of drops off a little bit compared to the first two thirds. Here's so. why I would say I would be excited for this one would be because Zack Snyder is no longer having anything to do with Forgot the Forgot about that, yeah. So now Patty Jenkins, the director, can really like put her own stamp on it because yep. the Wonder Woman felt very much like a little, well, not very much, but it did feel like Zack Snyder's a vision sort Especially of that, tone. That last of, half, yeah, the last half, yeah, yeah. And we haven't agreed. We at least I haven't really liked his the way he's taken the DC universe. So since he's left, they've gotten better the movies. Yeah, and so it'd be fun to see how they can make a Wonder Woman movie without without him as like producing it or whatever. And yeah. then Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll watch anything she's in. She's yeah, great. So, so. I, I don't know what that's going to be like because. I don't know if she's going to be goofy or anything, but... And Chris Pine is back, um, and he was great in the first one. Yeah, so. he was great. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, Wife Power, what do you got next? Um, so, same idea as uh, the Christopher Nolan movie, um, where I'm excited for Dune, and that's essentially because it's Denny Villeneuve um, that's directing this movie. Um, I don't have any history with the original uh, movie, um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty much anything that he puts on screen at this point, I'm going to watch. Or the book, right? Uh, you haven't read the book. No, I haven't read the book based either. On the book. Yeah, it's based on a very, very dense 
yes. deep. Huge I haven't read it, book. but I've read pieces it of it, or, or like heard like an. Uh, no, it was I think it was an audiobook or someone lent it to me, and I just I didn't get through it because it was like it's just it's yeah. it's a lot, it's a lot, but it's interesting. And for the exact same reason that you just said, because he's involved, that's why I want to watch this movie. Sam, I have it on my list too, strictly because of that, <laughs> which is sounds crazy, but it's enough for me at this point, right? Like we talked about Blade Runner and all mm-hmm. that, and like it's just. It's as we to. talk about him so much. Like I'll just say it's on my list too. Yeah, um, it's number two. So my number one and two have been revealed. But um, he is like my favorite director working right now, uh, based on the movies that the recent movies that he's made. So, um, and this is material because he proved it in Blade Runner that he could adapt something. Yes. This yeah. now I want to like this is great material for him to adapt and something this with such scope story. too. Yeah. Right. Like this is going to be his like. I don't know what the word's like. Most ambitious. Yeah. Um, you know, his Star Wars or whatever. His yeah, like yeah, yeah. big, big, big property. And I wonder what they're gonna crazy. and because it's so dense, I wonder if they're gonna try and and, and piece it together in different I movies. I think this movie or is gonna be but... like the first half of the book. Oh, is that what they said? Okay. Half of the first half of the book, like the first quarter, something yeah. like that. I was reading about it. So yeah. it's not so gonna be. If it be does the well whole... enough, they'll they'll keep them keep them. They're going planning to make this a, a series. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. it seems still a little too deep to not do that. Yes. So. <laughs> I think so. Um I have uh yeah, I have it on my list as well. I have one movie left. Uh do you have another one? I have one movie left that okay, hasn't, so go ahead. hasn't been revealed. Yeah. And that's Black Widow. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. that was my number uh three. Okay. That was my next one up. So Black Widow, um you've seen the trailers, looks good. MCU, I don't got to say much. I think uh, so, yeah. I've been waiting for the MCU to do like the female-led one. So they've been teasing us for a long time. Not They should have done a Black Widow movie much earlier probably. Yeah, because, strange, strange, strange timing. Yeah, because now they have to do it as a prequel. Yeah. But, um, and in, historically, I'm not usually a huge fan of prequels. But it's Marvel and they have yet to really let me down yet. So I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. And, yeah. Um, I love Taskmaster. I love the actors they've chosen to be in yeah. this movie. Yeah, the actors and, so and stuff look really. The trailer look, got it, it me like I watched a bit of the trailer and yeah, it, it almost excited. looks like a James Bond movie, which yeah, is which I think does. is kind of what they're going for in some ways. Um, not small scale necessarily, but like you know, there's less flash I think to it because of the type of character that she is. Right, I like, think Scarlett Johansson's great. Yeah, as well, yeah, she's a great great pick for the character. Yeah. Um, it's like we to see her one last time on the screen. So one, we'll yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, unless there's some sort so. of flashback or something. This is yeah. it. Yeah, um, mine. It's at the top of my list, but I don't know if it's number one or not. Is a Quiet Place Part Two? I absolutely love the first one. Um, we talked Good about choice. it when we watched it. <laughs> like, yeah, I watched, I watched it on the plane. We both watched the, for the first time. We both watched it on the plane, oh, yeah. which is like the worst, yeah. noisiest place to watch the quietest movie you could watch. Um, but I, I, the trailer looks really good. Uh, I wanted to not watch it, but I couldn't help myself. I just had to watch the trailer for it. And uh, I just wanted to see where it went because they left it at a place that you want to continue the journey with these characters. And it looks like they're doing something different, which is cool. And they're diving into what the rest of the world looks like. So um, that's why. I'm just really, really excited about it. So, um, Good choice. Yeah, that's my last one on my list. And uh, Wife Power, do you have another one? Have we, have we got everything yet? I actually have two left. Ooh, two. Um, okay. One I'm not going to talk too much about, but uh, Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Um I was a big fan of the original, so I just kind of want to see what they do with um, the new one. I'm not expecting big things from it, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm hoping it's just a fun time at the theater, a movie that you don't take too seriously, but um, you just enjoy it. Yeah. And then the other one I wanted to shout out, it's called Palm Springs. Um, I don't know if uh, 
Mike and I heard about it on another podcast, but it's getting a lot of buzz at Sundance. Uh. And it's a movie produced by the Lonely Island guys. Oh yeah, um, but I did it's a see rom-com. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so mm. uh, I don't know too much about it, but um, it's getting a lot of buzz. I'm a big fan of rom coms, so, and um, it, I'm finding there it's really hard to get a good rom com these days. So I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I don't know if it's going to get like a. Uh, a theater wide release it might just be something that ends up on like a streaming service um but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to watching that one. Oh yeah i did i did see something posted about this yeah i mean andy sandberg's great those guys are hilarious so yeah no it's a good choice yeah it's, it's like a, a, it says it's a time loop sort of groundhog day style so it's good wife powers thing. here because we can get a little bit more diversity in the movies and the rant of comedies on the list yeah yeah Oh, this we looks sure good. This looks those. funny. Okay, so we're gonna keep an eye on that one too. Um, all right, those are all, I, I. I really, what I really wanted to do with, I wanted to put Batman on there, and then I realized, oh, it's twenty twenty one. Oh, I would have put. Uh, I would have put that on yeah, there for, for sure. sure. <laughs> I was so I, ready. W- when I start my list, I start by looking at okay, what are the comic book movies coming out, yeah. and then then <laughs> and I then build chop those down. <laughs> and it's not a great year for comic book movies. It's like honestly, Morbius looks. Well, I don't. I don't. I even love know. the character of Morbius. Yeah, but. I don't trust Sony after seeing Venom to do anything good with the character. Yeah. Then there's that. And it could be uh, a very similar vibe, it looks like. Yeah, there's yeah. that Vin Diesel one coming out. I just, I actually had a hard time finding, I was going to get a Movies list of 10. Yeah. I, I, there, there, I looked through it, and there's going to be stuff that maybe we don't know about yet, or we don't know enough about, or we just have a title on There are two on, Pixar really. movies coming out. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sold on the trailer for that um the one with the trolls. or right. many, Onward, I think it's called. Yeah, I, I'm not sold on it yet. I don't know why. I'm sure I'm going to see it, and I'm sure I'm going to like it, mm-hmm. or at least enjoy it, but yeah. Cool. Um, okay, so why don't we move on to TV. Um, Mike, why don't we start with you? Let's, let's start right. with TV. Um, all right, so television. My f- Anticipated uh, my, 2020. Yep. Anticipated 2020. Now, are these all shows... That, no, they're not all shows that are new, I think, So I right? tried to keep it as, like, not... Doesn't have to be brand new. It can be a show that's returning. New it, season, yeah. Yeah, but it is, it is easier to get hyped up for a new show than a returning show. Mm-hmm. So I have mostly new shows, but I, but I have one returning show, which actually is my number five, which is Succession on HBO. Yes. And of all the shows returning, the reason it's the one that I want to see the most is because of the massive cliffhanger. Yeah. That it left season two, with. So yeah, that's why Succession. Is my number five. Yeah, that's and it's that, a great show. We that's all my. It. Yeah, we talked about it too. We we loved it so much from last year, uh, last two years, I guess. I, I have it on my list as well. Um, again, no particular order, but I have it there as well for the exact same reason. So um, we'll skip by mine then, and then we'll go to uh, Wife Power. What's your? What's one of your uh, anticipated TV shows for the year? So um, just I have Succession on my list as well. There we go. Um, same <laughs> same reason. All that, the same reasons. That cliffhanger, just like. I'm just so pumped to see like what, ha- and I'm not even the biggest fan of Succession. Like yeah. Mike likes it a lot more than I do, but that cliffhanger just like leaves me wanting more. It's been yeah. a while since the show has done that and left me with a really, with a season finale that really is like I can't wait well, for the next season. And, and what's crazy about it is that it's one of those shows where you don't really need that. Like they don't need to right. leave you. It's a type of scripted show that you don't need to leave you wanting more. Like you just want to hang out with the characters yeah. and you want to see what's going on. But then they. Add the cliffhanger. That's and you what go, makes oh, the show, even, the yeah. show so good. I think it just it elevates it for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So, what else you got on the list then? Uh, um, you want to go? 
You want to go wave power? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll throw a new one in. Um, so uh, in my decade list, I had this show Penny Dreadful. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was doing my list, I actually found out that there's going to be a new season of Penny Dreadful called City of Angels. All mankind needs to become the monster he truly is, is being told he can When this world has burned, there will be no one. No one but you and me, sister. And it's it's going to be a whole new story, but it's it's going to take place in the 1930s Los Angeles. And it's a detective murder style. Um, and it's got a, a Mexican-American folklore, and that's the the folklore that's going to be around it Hmm. and uh natalie dormer uh she was in game of thrones she's the the lead character in the show so um she's going to be like the ava green of the original um so it's new characters completely so i'm i'm pretty excited for that and i'm i was a big fan of the the first series so i'm i'm kind of excited to see what they do with this the new the series. first series cool. like, took, it was like a period period piece that took place in england and was all about like the victorian folklore right or victorian based like, off of that yeah not folklore but i don't know the right word and this one's gonna be based off like that's cool that's cool that they're doing something completely yeah, so it's different like taking the same idea but yeah. like just doing a little spin on it and that's maybe good. they can keep it going right interesting okay uh, all right, Mike. What do you what do you got next? Number four for me is Lock and Key, yeah. which is a Netflix show. Oh, is it Netflix? I didn't yeah, realize. Based ah. on an IDW comic book by Joe Hill, who yeah. is the son of Stephen King, and it's a horror. So he like his dad does horror, and actually I've read quite a bit of Joe Hill's work, and I like his comic books and I like his novels. And yeah, because so, then he do a couple books with. Yeah, he did a bunch of books, but um, but with. Stephen King, right? He did mostly they... books on his own. Oh, he's done. Yeah. The... Okay. Then okay. I, I wasn't he... sure what, what his what his path was. Yeah, he, I think he I think he did it on his own, and he at the beginning like didn't really let people know that he was Stephen King's son. Yeah, well, he's going sure. by a different name. Yeah, he's going by a different yeah. name. So he kind of like made it on his own, and he but he cool. does write kind of different, slightly different style, but he writes horror, and um, I think he's a great writer. And this is is this the first comic book property of his that's made into a show? I think it is. I think so. And this this book was like huge. It's like. It's like since finished, but when it was out, it was like I don't know. I'm just guess, I'm assuming, but it was probably the, one of the top, if not number one, like horror comic book. Right. It went uh, for a while too. It went for a long time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Look out for that if you were into. I like, think it's a horror. Somewhat soon because it's there in was February. A, yeah. Yeah. So there was. So it's going to be soon. As of this recording, it's probably like a week or two away. So uh, I don't have much. Don't have long to wait. In a similar breath, my ne- my next one on the list is the haunting of Bly Manor. Um, which is the Haunting of Hill House, the sort of like next uh, version of that. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's based on one of the on the the father um, or the or the parents beforehand. I think is what it is, uh, or it's just a completely different area. I, I should have just looked it up. But um, I really, re- I didn't really know anything about Haunting of Hill House, and then I watched it and loved it. And um, just because it was so so good, I'm just really looking forward to this because of that cool. first season was really cool. So that's that's why that's on my list. Um, wife Power, what do you got next? Mine's another uh, show that's returning, um, but that's Fargo. So Fargo's coming back for season four. Um, there's not too much revealed about um, what's a, what like the story is going to be, but I know Chris Rock is going to be the lead character. 
my god, I totally um, forgot. That's so cool. I forgot about that <laughs> too. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen him in like acting and anything in so long. No, and and it's gonna be interesting to see him in more of like a serious role because I feel like he does get a lot of those like comedic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like styles, Fargo's like, but it's, Fargo hasn't it's done snarky, anything bad in right? Like, yeah, he could be good at that. He could be good, but he's usually like very, like comedy or not. But comedians are right? good when they turn dramatic roles. Yeah, to dramatic. Well, roles, look at. Usually. I mean, I'm, I haven't been the biggest fan of Adam Sandler, but mm-hmm. everything that he's done in serious roles has actually been, yeah, to me, better than what he's done mm-hmm. in his comedies. So uh, it could be a. a a little mix of that. Um, I completely forgot that another season of Fargo is coming out. I can't believe I didn't have this on the list. I really? love this show's amazing. It I love good. this show. Yeah, it's really good. And the other um, actor that's going to be in it that I absolutely love, and I, I don't at me because I don't know how to say his name properly, but um, <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. Um, oh yeah. He he's apparently like a recurring guest character that's going to be on the show. Oh, okay. So, um, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's a an amazing actor. So I'm kind of excited to see him used in one of the Fargo series. Right. Nice. But they always get such an awesome collection of actors. In oh, the, in those shows, it's such a it's such an interesting mix. And so um, I I don't think that any of the uh, any of the seasons have been off. No, like they all, they all work for me anyway. They all work. Yeah, yeah. me too. And I like not knowing what it's about. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My number three is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is going to be the very first, if you don't include Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but MCU um, TV show. Yeah, the first one that's going to be released at least, right? Because they have a, a few lined up. Yeah, but the it's... first one released. Yeah. Um, I guess what I mean to say is actually produced by Marvel Studios. Right. Uh, the other ones were like in conjunction with like ABC or whatever. Um, so this one is actually going to use the characters from the movies in the show. They're bringing Baron Zemo back, who who was oh what's the actor's what's my tongue uh, Daniel Bruhl. Oh yeah, right. Uh, so he's a really good actor. So he's coming back to the show. And he was great in the in the movies. Yeah, yeah he was awesome. Yeah. And so I love the chemistry that um, the two actors have, um, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. In the in the movies and the Captain America movies, so I think it was good a good idea to give them their own show and make this the first show. And with with the way Endgame ended, with the sh- with Captain America's shield going to Falcon, um, that's going to be really interesting to see how that works out. And I love the win- character of the Winter Soldier because I love the Ed Brubaker run in Captain America where he um, focused a lot on the Winter sh- Soldier, and in that run, the Winter Soldier eventually became Captain America. Yeah, I like, like that path. That brought, path is so super interesting. It's great. I hope they can like take some ideas from that comic book run and put it into this show. It'd be yeah, awesome. Yeah, and so far they've, I think they've said that they're going to do a couple seasons. I think. Um, oh yeah, that'd be cool. I think so. Uh, I, I think, either way, I think the chemistry between those two characters really works. You know what's interesting is that the, it it is almost like a push marketing push for Disney Plus, but it's going to sell a lot of Disney Plus subscriptions because things yeah. that happen in the show. Are gonna like affect the movie universe. So yeah, if you really want to know what's going on in the movies? You're gonna have to watch the shows. To watch the shows, you're gonna have to get Disney Plus. Which sounds which kind of, like a money grab type thing, yeah. but I get it. It's, it's kind of like like Star Wars, where they have like you don't have to play the games, you don't have to watch all the shows, but it adds to it. But it feels like the Marvel stuff is more. I hope they don't make closely it, related. I hope they make it more like you were saying. Like yeah. you, if you if you watch the shows, you get a little bit extra. Yeah, the movies, but that shouldn't be must must watch. No. understand the movies. Yeah, like you that shouldn't be... have to finish that that season in order to understand yeah. what's happening in the I don't know, Doctor it's Strange just, movie or something. Yeah, it's just the corporate like 
evil genius, greed, oh, overlord Disney. Like, <laughs> oh, Disney. Turning this all into just profit. But So then, of course, if we're talking about Disney, The Mandalorian's on the list because it's supposed to come out by the end of this year, the second season. So inevitably, that's just going to be something that I'm looking forward to. So mm-hmm. that's on my list. We talked about mm-hmm. the season and why we liked it so much. There's no reason not to anticipate the yeah, second season. So that's on my list as well. So um, no, Give us more Baby Yoda. <laughs> and give us more baby Yoda, yeah. yeah. Maybe... Or sorry, the child. Oh, the child, or the the asset. <laughs> the oh God, a- the asset. Um, maybe it's gonna be. Maybe they're gonna jump ahead in time, and it's gonna be teenage Yoda, and it's gonna be all like like ang- teenage Groot. Yeah, it's gonna be all <laughs> angsty. And <laughs> man, if they don't, if it, if they skip ahead and teenage Yoda comes, people will riot. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm not going to get too far into it then, but that's that's the next one on my list. Um, actually, speaking of the Marvel thing, I, I really wanted to, just like I said, I wanted to put Batman on here. I really want to watch that What If show that they're supposed to be oh, making. Yeah. And Marvel I think that's what supposed if. to be a Disney Plus thing as well. Yeah. But it's they said 2021, oh, okay. most likely. Um, but that looks super interesting, so that I just wanted to good. give that a shout out. Um, all right, Wife Power, what do we got next? Um, so my next one... Um, again, it's another show returning for me, and that's Westworld season three. Um, season two was a little bit of a downer, um, but season one was just amazing. And even though season two wasn't as good as season one, it was still really good TV. Um, so the the trailer for season three actually looks amazing. So I'm really hoping that um, coming out of the park now, they're they're gonna make a a new interesting story. Um, and I have I have hope for it. Exact same reason why it's on my list. <laughs> it's not on my list, but I am looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I I'm a little bit worried about it, but I still like you said, season two maybe wasn't as um, I don't know what it was. If, if they tried to take it in a different direction, or the ambition got out of hand and they couldn't quite contain it, I'm not sure what it was. Uh, I'm sure they sort of planned the story to kind of go that way. Um, I didn't love it as much as the first, but it, there, there's still enough happening and still enough interesting things there that. It was still I, really good. I thought. Yeah, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna trust them for the third season mm-hmm. because I enjoyed the first one so much and still enjoyed the second one enough that this is this is it. Like it's you know it, it, it's hard not to trust HBO with stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if if they if they tend to drop the ball in the third, then they probably won't even make a fourth. So it, you know you're not gonna miss it if it's if it's over. But yeah. I think they're um, really yeah. gonna like swing for the fences with the third. They're taking it like outside the park. Yeah. It's gonna be like out there. But I'm, a li- awesome. I'm but that's also why I'm worried is that they're taking yeah, it, it outside go. the park. So that's that's you know and now so and now they're all the all the um, main characters or at least some of them. Are spread out, so you're going to have different storylines right. in completely different places, not just different parts of the park or different parts of the area. So that could go really well, or that could go terribly. But um, generally, when you split them up and there's a ton of characters, you have more to to watch. You have more to be like anticipated for. So maybe that'll end up working, kind of like what they did with Stranger Things in season three. Yeah, they're all in different spots, yeah. and then maybe at the end, it all comes together. Yeah. Maybe that's what's going to happen. So. Yeah. The only downfall is if, like, one of the storylines is, like, kind of boring. And that's, like, every time that storyline is on TV, you're just like, oh, just get to the other one. So yeah, hopefully they keep, there's not, like, too many and they all kind of are interesting. Yeah. Like, Stranger Things did that really well where all the storylines were, you're rooting for the characters and you're interested in the the story. So yeah, hopefully- you're okay that it jumped jumped around. Yeah, whereas sometimes shows when they jump around too much, and then you're like, no, I don't want to. I don't really care about this character. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see more of the other. So, 
I have faith. I think the the second season, the way I look at it, didn't really leave me wanting more. And then when I saw the trailer for the season three, it, it has me wanting more now. So yep. hopefully the trailer doesn't disappoint um, and it's it's leading into something really good. Yep, 100%. Right. Well, Mike, so what do we got left? My number two yep. is a show coming out on FX called Why, which is based on the comic book Why the Last Man by Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerrera. And it's one of my favorite comic books of all time. Yeah. By I, know, I kind of say that a lot, but it is one of my favorite <laughs> runs of all time. It actually is. Uh, by one of the best writers, Brian K. Vaughn, about a guy and his monkey who wake up and are the last, one day, are the last two males on Earth. Yes, so they're the only survivors of uh, global androcide. So there's a word for you. Is that... <laughs> it's like genocide, but for a gender. <laughs> gender um, genocide. Yeah, so it's it's a crazy book, and it's like... It's a really cool story. It's a cool it's, story. Yeah. Is it? It's not running anymore, is it? No, it's, yeah. it's finished uh, like a few years ago. But um, it's been they've been trying to adapt it into a, like a movie or show or lots of times For since, a long time, And yeah. they haven't been able to... Get it to the screen for whatever reason. Director's falling off or what? What have you? I think the proper way to tell us is through its show. Yeah, and I really like the quality that FX brings to a lot of its shows. Fargo's and a perfect example. Fargo, for example, yeah. Legion. Uh, yeah, all right. the Shows they've done are good too. Yeah. So I hope they can like treat the material well. And this um, book lends itself to like, it's like a really long stretched out story. It's like nine hardcover um, comic books. So yeah, or graphic novels. So. It could really go on for a long time and tell this like big, long, weaving, interesting story, um, and have a lot to say as well. So, I think it's going to be really good. I hope it's really good at least. Sweet. This one I, I, I wanted to put this on my list too, but I just missed it. Go ahead. Sorry, cut you off. Oh, I was going to say I have this one on my list. Oh, awesome. Um, so what's what's Mike your reasoning has, for it too? Um, Mike has like um, I haven't read this comic book um, per se, but I have read some of Brian K. Vaughan's stuff just because Mike loves him so much as a writer. Um, and like my experience with him, he is really good at, at world building. Mm -hmm. Um, so he, he's very creative. Like he, he comes up with these original ideas and he builds these worlds that are very interesting and they work. So, um, I'm kind of excited to, to see the TV show and, and not reading the comic book. I, I won't have as much expectation as Mike in terms of like what I want to see on the screen. Yeah. Um, but I, I did see an article that said that he was really happy with the outcome. Um, this is like the show that people deserve to watch. So I think right. that also gives me some hope that as the creator of this world and of the graphic novel, that he's happy with the route that the show like eventually ended up taking. Yeah. He um, gave it the thumbs up. That's true. That's, that's big for sure. Uh, I actually am more excited for this that it's a TV show than if they were going to do a movie or a series. You have read the book, right? I I got about a third to halfway through it. I didn't finish them all, um, but I really really liked it. Yeah, I, I think good. I just I just fell off and just because it was really whatever. long. Yeah, it was long, and I think I just um, I don't know what it was. I read you know. it after, like mostly after it came out, and I just bought it. And I was buying the hard. I think I was buying. I would think I was buying the uh, not the hardcovers. I was buying them digitally, but they were. You know, in a series of five or ten or something. So basically, yeah. the digital version of the hardcovers, I think, it's, is what it's I was seven buying. or nine. Like, yeah, like it's, it's, it went for a while. Yeah, it, like it went for ten years or something, something, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, my last one on my list, because uh, I just have one left here, is um, Better Call Saul. 
because I really liked the way they ended the last season. The last season was really good, um, mm-hmm. and I just love the show, and that's it. Um, I, it's going to be closer and closer to the end. I think they only have one or two seasons left anyway, so I just really want to see how it wraps up, and I've just enjoyed it through and through, so there's no reason not to love the next season. Um, I don't anticipate it being not entertaining because mm-hmm. I've liked every single episode that they've done since they started it. So that's it. My my hype is just high for it. So that's my last one is Better Call Saul. And you still have one left, right, Mike? I have one left, yep. All right, what do we got? My last one is... Wanda, welcome home. Vision Residence. Wanda Vision, the MCU TV show starring Scarlet Witch... I'm gonna let you. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna let you gush about it a little bit. This is the one Marvel thing that's coming out in the next couple of years that I have zero interest in. Oh, really? Zero. I oh. have no desire to be with these characters at all. I don't know what it is. It just they're just not. They never worked for me in the movies. So mm-hmm. what? Why is it? Now that that's out of the way, why is it? I think the reason to? I'm excited about it is because I read last year this really really good graphic novel called The Vision by Tom King. And it was an awesome take on the vision. And I heard, and I think they're going to use some of the ideas introduced in that comic book in this show. And I've heard this show is going to do a lot to set up the future of the MCU. So that right there. That, that's what, yeah, that's cool. That's... Yeah, that right there makes me want to see it. Uh, the comic book is like, it's this really interesting book of the vision. And he like retires from the Avengers and he wants to live a normal life, so he builds himself a robot family. And as we know, with robots that have consciousness in pop uh, culture or like fictional stories, things they start to go wrong. And they <laughs> make it a show on HBO. So That's things <laughs> so things start to go wrong, and it goes in these like really weird, dark places where his he makes a wife and kids, and they start like killing people and stuff like that, and covering it up. And then he it's it's crazy. And then the first image they released was kind of like. Um, Scarlet Witch and Vision sort of in their like cookie cutter home which just like reminds me of that of the start of that book and also Vision died right so I think they might do something yeah. like she rebuilds him and then sort of it doesn't so th- this go this is after this yeah. is not a prequel like Black Widow is yeah. or anything right okay that's so what anyways. I was kind of confused about too I didn't really realize yeah so it, I like the characters I know some people don't like them but I like them and their love story was sort of forced in the movie so maybe they can kind of expand on it a little bit and I think they could, and I also just think they could take it in like lots of directions. Yeah, that's the cool thing about. Yeah, it. that's like, true. It's they can kind of go anywhere. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, so yeah, that's my roll. All right, sweet. Uh, wife power. Do you have anything left on your list? I can't remember. I don't, but I'm actually okay. surprised, um, Dave. I was really expecting to see monsters at work on your list. So I have. I was going to put that in there, and then I realized that I forgot to put um, Mandalorian on there for whatever reason. So I just mm-hmm. replaced them. But yeah, I, I forgot. So it's basically the sequel to Monsters, Inc. is what it is. It's a Monsters, Inc. TV show. It's a TV yeah. show. It's like and, The Office, but with the Monsters, Inc. Yeah, characters. and now it's based <laughs> off of the laughs that the kids have instead of the screams and the crying and stuff. So it's like, and, and the cast is coming back. So like, why would... Are they actually yeah, from the movie? Yeah, yes. so Billy Crystal and John Goodman and all the characters that were in it are going to be in there. Um, so this is going to be like... Immediately, I'm, I'm watching this. This is <laughs> everything. Everything I'll want is this. So, um, yes, I forgot that I had that on there and then deleted it. But yes, that is definitely something I'm going to watch. <laughs> cool. All right, those are our most anticipated 2020 movies and TV shows from the three of us. Um, thanks so much for joining us for this episode, uh, Mina. Yeah, no problem. It's always a pleasure uh, chatting with you, gentlemen. 
And we'll have you back for the, um, in the next uh, week or so. We're going to do a fun little uh, segment on some quizzes. I'm going to be the quiz master once again. We're going to try something different again. So that'll be kind of fun. Um, all right, Mike, where can everybody tell us that our lists are wrong constantly? <laughs> day back in on social media. And the podcast is called Back in My Day. Find it on your uh, podcast app of choice. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Just a trash can. It's just a trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah.